What's up, everybody? Brand new episode of I'm Sorry Dad with the I'm Sorry Dad Boys. No guest today. It's just me and Brandon. Uh, I talk about my trip to the Big Fire Camping Comedy Festival. I did that this past weekend. It's the, it's the drug fest I mentioned before. That was a good time. Uh, Brandon and I discuss the Chris D'Elia versus Logan Paul Twitter battle. And we also answer your emails. So you can look forward to that. Uh, it's a good one. It's a fun one. Um, let's see. What do I got going on? San Diego, May 29th. I'm at the Madhouse Comedy Club doing some stand-up. Uh, then I head to Boston immediately afterwards for my buddy's wedding. But I'm also going to book some shows. So Boston, I'm coming for you the first week of June. So hit me up anywhere on social media, at Rydoon. And I'll tell you more. Uh, check out all of Brandon's short films on YouTube, youtube.com slash Brandon Calvillo. I'm in his latest short film. And it's funny, and it's good stuff. So check it out. Follow Brandon at BJ Calvillo. 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 Jesus Christ, what's happening to me? And rate and review the pod. That's it. Enjoy this episode with just me and Brandy, the I'm Sorry Dad Boys. Oh, by the way, we have a song submission that you're about to hear. It's a quick one. Uh, it's a good one. It's by Matt Sai At Matt underscore Sai. Thank you, Matt. All right, guys. Enjoy this episode of I'm Sorry, Dad. And we'll talk to you later. All right, tally this is the podcast, the one and a half white guys Shut the fuck up while I apologize I'm sorry, Dad Sorry We're back in the pod We are, we're back, we're live We're here again Streaming live on Musical.ly Chat Roulette no, Okay, well, Musical.ly's more relevant than Chat Roulette, silly Did you ever do Chat Roulette? Yeah, I did it a couple times It was in hopes that I would find uh, a girl uh, with her her breasts out or yeah. a guy jerking off and all you found was every single video was a guy jerking off yeah i wasn't disappointed because that was half of what i was looking for right so um but yeah no it was good it was a good time it really um informed me sexually travel roulette yeah that guys are creeps yeah and that um it's very hard to find a girl that just takes your shirt off yeah but guys will do it in an instant guys will take their pants off in an instant yep you know yep i do it all the time Really? In public, yeah. Like where? Usually subways, both the sandwich shop and the trains. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you only go to subway because it's the same name as the subway train? Yeah. Um, you don't go to Burger King? I feel like you would be a Burger King jerk-off kind of guy. Um, I used to work at a Burger King, and I would jerk off into the burgers. Oh, that's oh, that's what makes them king. Mm. Um, but lately, I've just been jerking off in subways. That's good. Uh, yeah. So that makes, okay. That makes kind of, that makes some sense, you know. Subway, eat fresh. Subway, eat cum. Subway, eat cum. Nice. Thanks. Um, you know what I've been thinking? What? And this is just, <laughs> just crazy thoughts that I have. What happened to Burger King? No, but really what happened to Burger King? What do you mean? Burger King. Like Burger King used to be like the shit. Like there used to be Burger Kings everywhere. At least I, I imagined so when I was a kid. And then now there's like what? There's one Burger King in all of LA that I can think of. It's mm. on Sunset. It's like down, it's kind of close to the comedy store. Yeah. Like what happened to all the Burger Kings? There's no, is there advertising <laughs> for Burger Kings anymore? Yeah. They did, they, well, I haven't seen them lately. But uh, so, oh. they had that uh, scary campaign with the dude in the king mask. For a while, but that was that was like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, that was so long ago. They Burger King did. Um, they made Xbox 360 video games based around. They made three of them. They did this great tactic where you know, like Happy Meals. 
Yeah. So basically the Burger King version of Happy Meals, they put um, like games, like $60 worth of games in the Happy Meals. Wow. And one of them was called Stalker King, where you played as the Burger King guy in the mask uh-huh. and you would stalk people. It was kind of not really good to, you know, tell kids to, it's okay to stalk people, but whatever. <laughs> um, but they, uh, they included that in all the Happy Meals. And that's like, who the hell would do that? Like develop a game. What I'm trying to say is Burger King had like, it, it felt like they were going towards the sky. Yeah. And then it all just came tumbling down. I don't know. I had McDonald's recently. Well, you're part of the problem. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Shit. Sorry, King. Burger King. Yeah, I had McDonald's on my way back. I usually only have McDonald's if I have to. Mm. Or if I'm like, had a lot, like, if I'm like super tired or I don't know. <laughs> So all the time. Hard to explain. Well, I've I've been getting into the habit of uh, McDonald's is a 3 a.m. Nothing else is open. Yeah. I don't care. Fuck everything. Totally. Kind of meal. Like I the other day I had three double cheeseburgers at night with a medium fry and a, wow. and a shake. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I had all of that. Jeez. And I, as I was eating it, I actually didn't even I didn't even feel I used to feel guilt. But uh, that's just now like transformed into like pride. Yeah, sort of actually yeah because it's almost it's almost cool now to eat shit like that because everything's so health centric uh-huh. about like calories and carbs and quinoa and kale mm-hmm. all the c's and k's that it's like you eat mcdonald's at night it's like oh cool yeah most of the world eats like sh- or most of the country eats like shit still well i guess i'm i guess i'm talking in this microcosm bubble of LA that everybody in LA thinks is super important. Totally. But um, so, um, what led me to eat McDonald's was I had a long weekend of, uh, not a lot of sleep mm -hmm. and I was like, fuck it. One more self abusive thing before I get back to real life. Sure. I went to a comedy festival called big fire comedy festival Mm -hmm. and it was in the Mojave desert and, uh, it was a drug festival. What, what do you mean? A dr- that, that's what it's advertised as, as a drug festival? No, it's comedy. And they also have music. Okay. But, like, everyone's on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and does everybody know that? Like, that's, like, oh, common yeah. knowledge. Yeah, that's what, it's pretty much why you go. It was a festival in the desert, a camping festival. Yeah. With, oh, okay. Like, music, comedy. What is it about the desert that makes everyone want to drop acid? Like, is, Yeah, there's a lot of people on acid. What is it about the desert? Like, I think it's just, like, cool to look at. The desert? Yeah. No, it's not. And like the sunrises, sand. sunrises and sunsets. I get that, but you have yeah. to wait fucking seven hours for that or 12 yeah. hours for that. Yeah. Day- and in between that, you're just looking at tumbleweeds and sand. Yeah. Daytime was tough. I'd, uh, I struggled all day. Yeah. Just because I stayed up all night. I did um, mushrooms. Over the weekend? Yeah. How was that? Haven't you done that like a bunch? Not a bunch. Like eight times in my 34 years. That's uh, a lot. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I've only done Gone Deep once. The first time ever I did shrooms, I did an eighth of shrooms, which is a lot. What does Gone Deep mean? Uh, it took a lot. Oh, so you had like a super tripped hard. Okay. Yeah. But that was cool. I stayed. It was fun. But uh, this past weekend, best experience. Yeah. On shrooms. Yeah. Why? I think it was like the best quality shrooms I've ever had. My buddy Brian got it for me, not not Red Band. But uh, we all did it. It was with a group of people. Group of, comedians we all ate shrooms and i watched the sunrise Mm -hmm. and it was literally the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in your whole life pretty much yeah oh granted i knew i knew it was because of shrooms drugs yeah yeah (laughs) 
But uh, man, I just watched the sunrise and it looked like a painting. It looked, I, it's I can't explain it. It looked almost like digital, like a digital sunrise. Kind of. I Why don't you just open up your MacBook? And the the colors were just amazing. Well, this is uh, okay. So shrooms provides like a happy experience most of the time right like you can never have a bad trip on shrooms oh or you can't. yeah you can it's oh you e- can it's easy to have it's easy to go south on shrooms oh, so, okay. south meaning bad my uh buddy david <laughs> he did shrooms for his first time apparently he ate way too much and he was like f- freaking out for a little while Why? I, didn't, I didn't see him i saw him when i first got there yeah he took too much when i first saw him i thought like oh he's on like something heavier than true, like maybe acid salts or, or something. No, no, I thought maybe acid, but I saw him. He's by the dance floor. It was like mm-hmm. a DJ playing. He's like talking to himself. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, David, what's up?" He's like, "Right, dude." <laughs> then I see him go out the dance floor. He's just like almost humping the ground, just like trying to like have a good time, sort of, because <clears throat> he, he knows that like he has to outweigh the. Yeah. demons in his head yeah he was trying to yeah and then he told me the next day that he was talking to one girl and then her face just became all skin like she didn't have any eyes or mouth anymore it just became flat skin dude <laughs> and he was like that was fucking scary and he said like i felt like i was in a loop like the rest of my life was going to be me tripping on this and then thinking no i'm going to be okay and then no i'm on shrooms and then tripping again and then no i'm okay no i'm on shrooms dude <laughs> Does he have a history of being kind of a neurotic type? No, no. He just, had just never that done, one time. He'd never done it before. And he just, what, he, he ate too much. He didn't, he didn't <laughs> have like a spotter. No, people helped him out. Oh, okay. I guess at one point someone was like, drink water. They're pouring water over his face. It says LSD in it. <laughs> drink this water laced with uh, acid, man. But it was good stuff. My, my buddy, Brian. Uh, red band? Not red band. No. Oh. I won't say his last name because this dude flipped out too. I think he might have been doing some cocaine. Yeah. That's what we all think because he was on shrooms, a lot of shrooms. And then mm-hmm. he comes out of his car and just starts screaming at David, our friend, who had chilled out on the <laughs> shrooms. But just like pure hatred in Brian's eyes, staring at him from across the fire with like fire, his face lit up with fire. There's like hatred in his eyes. Why was he so, what was like, he yelling at him? N- no one knows. Well, you don't know what he was yelling at him. For no reason. He was he lost his mind. Temporary. He was just saying, you fucking... He was just like, get your own fucking ride home. He was just like, oh. you know, like looking like he wanted to punch him. But he was like 20 feet away from him, but still like... Yeah. The body gesture was like... Oh. I, I like how... how um, what was your other friend's name? David. David. Yeah. David. I like how David was just like, you guys were just giving him water and patting him down like, oh, okay, maybe this trip's not so bad. And then yeah. his good pal, Brian, just <laughs> becomes Satan. Yeah. Incarnate. I fucking want to fucking kill you and your whole fucking family. It was crazy. Yeah, it's, it sounds terrible. See, that's the thing. Um, a friend of mine did shrooms over the weekend too, and oh, yeah. I um I was offered a chance to do them, and I was just like, I just I, I have a for like I have a, a pre predisposition to be um a little bit like unwary about drugs, like yeah. anxious. I get anxious. Right. Like even, but I've stopped that since, cause like I, I did that before weed when I first did smoked weed mm-hmm. and then now it's fine. Now I don't get anxious when I'm, when I'm high. Cause I know it's fine. Cause I've tried it out a bunch of times. Yeah. And with uh Coke, um, I only did that once I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, which I might've just incriminated myself. I don't know, <laughs> but, um, uh, what else? 
that's it. That's all I've really, that's all I've done. And, but I feel like I would have to get, I would have to do shrooms a lot in order to feel comfortable on them. Yeah. You should start slow. I still have some left. Uh, I mean, no, I don't whatever. Uh, but yeah, I've done it enough. I had a bad trip. Um, about eight months ago, last time Mm -hmm. I did it, I was in a bad place. I was feeling very anxious and depressed and I was like, "Eh, I'll just, I was going to a Hans Zimmer concert. You know him, the composer? Yeah. I remember this. Yeah. yeah. And oh yeah, I talked about it on the the pod. Yeah. Because we've been doing this for a year. Yeah. Basically. I had a bad trip, not in like a, I'm freaking out. Just like a depressing trip. It was just like, I'm not having fun and I'm having so many thoughts about like troubling things in the world. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. It was when, it was right after the Charlottesville uh, massacre or drive, the Charlottesville Murders. Which one was Charlottesville? The uh, Nazi march. Oh, okay. When we got ran over. Isn't that great when you can't remember? Like, you're like, oh, the Missouri uh, stabbings. You're like, which was that one? Yeah, right. And you're like, oh, no, the Charlottesville shooting. Yeah, good times in the world. Great thing. Well, I mean, you're justifiably so then for having bad thoughts while you were tripping on shrooms. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And those shrooms, like, weren't visual. They were all mental, which means, like, more thoughts than, like, cool visuals. These shrooms I took over the weekend purely visual for me at least mm-hmm. and it was a good time beautiful truly the most beautiful thing i've ever seen so have you are you having like do you feel like when you do shrooms a part of your brain gets unlocked sort of uh, i guess you could say that but i didn't really learn in anything I, yeah. I think you gotta do like a bunch because um bill hicks was a comedian who's a yeah. comedian well was a comedian uh he said that when he did shrooms it was like his brain opened up yeah. like and he could just like and he said he was like squeeze because there's a your pituitary gland, your third eye, quote unquote, is uh-huh. what it's called. He says that it like, and I guess that like allows you to think clearer or something like that, or, or like, like have see things for what they are. See type things, of deal. yeah, as opposed to like that's why there's that big conspiracy about they put fluoride in the drink in the water supply and fluoride um, fucks with your pituitary gland, hmm. and so it makes you more susceptible to be. Bullshit. Um, yeah, to take in bullshit. Like, then oh. you don't question anything. It, really? uh, apparently, your third eye, quote unquote, uh, makes you question shit. Uh-huh. So um, he was like, yeah, all you have to do is take shrooms and it squeegees your fucking third eye. Hmm. Uh, and so that's why, I mean, like Bill Hicks was one of the best comedians. I see. And um, yeah, he had a breakthrough on shrooms. Yeah. That's like what one reason why he suddenly became like a legendary and an important comedian. Yeah. because he kept shroom trip. Yeah. Um, there, speaking of third eyes, there's a bunch of people dressed all weird at this festival. Yeah. A bunch of people with a third eye either painted on their forehead or like <laughs> a googly eye pasted uh, to their forehead. Well, that, yeah, that's, that must be it then. I was, uh, clearly like the most jockish person there. <laughs> I looked like a tennis coach. Yeah. Okay. I had like, it looked like a tennis coach, but with a baseball hat. Why, uh, why didn't you dress for the occasion? I just didn't want to. I'm not. Festivals aren't really for me. Like people kept on coming over to our campsite, like, hi friends. It was like, mm-hmm. I we've never talked to you before <laughs> just because we're all here at a thing and it's all drugs. Yeah. I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. Hey friends. Yeah. I don't know. It was fine. Everyone's nice. But at, at times I was like thinking in my head, like shut the fuck up. Sure. <laughs> well, I feel like that's you all the time. Kind of. Yeah. I'm, I'm nice, but I can be cynical. <clears throat> what is Sean Shut on? the fuck up Shut the fuck up Hello friends One girl was hitting on me Kind of She was like So did you peak in high school Or what Oh So I was like I know I look like A, a bully How is that hitting on you Well Because oh, of the classic Like 
uh, on the playground, like when a guy or girl likes somebody, they go like, they push them in the sand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not really. I already told Jenny this, who's my girlfriend in my bedroom right now. Mm-hmm. So it's okay for me to say, but yeah, this girl kept on like following me around. I could tell by the look in her eyes, like she wanted to bang. Gross. So, so it's like, hey, I have a girlfriend. She's like, oh no. Then she, then she was like, so I can't, I can't believe I won't be able to look into those beautiful eyes while you fuck me. That's not what she said. <laughs> I swear to God, that's not what she said. <laughs> yes, it is. That's a weird. Th- oh, she was on shrooms. <laughs> Acid. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. All right. <laughs> but I laughed because I thought it was funny. I was like, Jesus Christ. But uh, anyways, yeah, I was really hot. When I'm surrounded by ugly people, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty cute. You're adequate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I'm surrounded by burn victims. It's uh, funny. Speaking uh, of adequate or inadequate, someone who's inadequate with uh, battling a comedian online is Logan Paul. Yeah. If that you, was fucking hilarious. What we're talking about here is uh, Logan Paul and comedian Chris D'Elia got into a Twitter battle and... <laughs> <laughs> Dalia won. Well, I mean, yeah, Dalia's to me. Dalia's a comic. He's been doing it for what 10, 15 years. Yeah, and like a, Logan's a YouTuber that's been doing it for four years. Yeah, Chris is a professional comedian who deals with hecklers on a regular regular basis, and Logan has no self awareness. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, do you want? Are you going to read them right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure a lot of our, our listeners have already yeah know this, but it's fun to talk about. Yeah. All right, so Logan Paul tweeted one day, recently, he tweeted, new vlog, the end of Logan Paul vlogs, important that you watch. Then Chris D'Elia quoted it and said, no, it's not. <laughs> All right, that's funny enough. That's good. Uh, and then, <laughs> here's where Chris really got him. Logan responded with a bunch of laughing emojis, and he says, I'm laughing because now I know why your comedy career took a dive. He said that to Chris. Then Chris says, at least when my career dies, you can film it and put it on YouTube. (laughs) That's great. Because Logan filmed a dead body. And put it on YouTube. And also, the reason why Logan's burn didn't work is because it's not true. What about what? Chris's career taking a dive. Well, that's just what any person says when they're trying, like a Twitter battle or like an online battle. They always go for the career for some reason, because that's a great, yeah, it's like your careers. It's like, but the reason why that wasn't funny at all is because it's like just not true. Yeah. And I, I read that and I was like, huh? I was like, wait, did something happen? With what, Chris? Yeah. Well, he's just saying that because he's like, probably because Logan doesn't watch anything but his own YouTube videos. So he yeah. doesn't see that Chris is like on Netflix and stuff. But the, but yeah, like if you say, if you're, as a comedian, like if you say something not true, the audience isn't going to laugh. Yeah. Like if I said like, what's up with, uh, man, chickens, isn't it crazy that they give birth to lizards? Yeah, they'd be like, huh? What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, you know, when chickens, when they <laughs> when they give birth to lizards, it's crazy. So, Logan, that wasn't good. All right, and then Logan said, but not going to lie, this single tweet is funnier than your entire Netflix special. Then Delia says, thanks. How does it feel to have your f- name finally attached to something funny? <laughs> All right. And then I feel like when I was reading it, I really did feel like I was in, I was at a, like a show, like a comedy show. And then like Logan was just the heckler in the front row (laughs) with his cronies. And then, yeah. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Then Logan says, I don't know what's worse being the shunned vlogger or being the 38 year old comedian arguing with the shunned vlogger over Twitter. Poorly written (laughs) (laughs) and not interesting. 
And uh, it, what's what's better is being a 38-year-old comedian. <laughs> uh, I like how like, he, it was weird, too. He said shunned vlogger. It was like, okay, so at least he's he is a little self-aware because people don't like him anymore, I guess. I don't know. I'm curious what everyone's consensus is on Logan now. I think people are, well, a lot of people hate him. Okay. Well, but, obviously, I mean, look, look didn't that D'Elia tweet, like, one of the... the the second one, the one that was like, when my career dies or whatever, didn't that get like a shit ton of like retweets and everything? Yeah, it got 658,000 favorites and 149 retweets. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 149,000. Oh my God. <laughs> so, I mean, that kind of, yeah. isn't that, that must really suck for Logan just to see. I know. That an insult to him, like an insult, yeah. has over half a million. Yeah. Likes. I mean, like, I, I do feel for Logan in this. Logan isn't a bad dude. He's uh, just silly. He's just learning a lesson, I guess. But you don't battle a professional comedian. Well, <laughs> Logan's got the... He just... I, I feel like Logan equates his success or whatever that... You know, like his success to him being funny. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily the case. So I guess he thinks that whatever he says is like comedic gold yeah. because I mean, look at his success. Like he has like what? 6 million views uh, video, yeah. but he doesn't realize that those are all like um, seven year olds with like, you know, uh, diseases. He, <laughs> they are. I mean, he knows it, but uh, I don't know. He's not funny. I think his vlogs are entertaining. Yeah. Even, even if I cringe and think what an asshole, I'm still being entertained. But that's not the reason why he wants you to be entertained. Right. He right. wants you to be entertained because he wants to be like he wants he wants to be funny. Yeah. He wants to make. He had this interview before that was like, I want my audience to be because someone said he was like the interviewer was like, are your audience are like eight year olds with diseases? And he said, no, like I I, I want my comedy to be like on frat row and like uh, in colleges and like for people in college to laugh at it. Hmm. But it's like the no one does right at that. Like no one, right? Like not a single frat boy, unless there's a nine-year-old that got dressed <laughs> up as a frat boy and then snuck into a frat house. I saw one post that uh, Logan retweeted. It was uh, two people asking each other to the prom. They're both wearing Maverick T-shirts. So it was like high school kids, sure. And it was like well, some their sign was like prom. Yeah. Hashtag low gang. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you're in high school and like you. Like, and it's known that you like Logan. That's like being in high school in 2010 and wearing an Owl City shirt. <laughs> like, that's what it's like to, because I remember that there was the two uh, kids and the f- fine kids, but mm-hmm. they, I remember I saw them walking. They're a couple. They're holding hands and they're both wearing matching Owl City shirts. <laughs> and they're the only two kids because Owl City was big in like 2008, nine. Yeah. And they're the only two kids. <laughs> that we're wearing that. So I feel like in, with Logan's case, it's like, if you have a Logan shirt on, you probably right. Get made fun of, get made fun of a lot. I wouldn't say you get swirlies because those don't happen anymore. You would not believe your eyes. If 10,000 fireflies. Hey man, you know what? In retrospect, that song's a banger. It's a catchy tune. I hate the way he sings. Oh, it's, I'd like to make myself (laughs) believe. It sounds like Tom DeLonge, like on helium. And it sounds like a death cab. Yeah, he has that. Uh, yeah, that like scene, something scene a, voice. It's a ripoff mixed with the synthy pop shit. Did that above my head? A sock off beneath my, my bed. bed. Disco ball is just <laughs> hanging by a thread. 
It's a catchy tune, though. It is. I really hate his voice, though. I remember uh, there's this park. Speaking of drugs, mm-hmm. a little off topic. We'll go back to Logan. But sure. speaking of drugs, there was this park when I was a kid because I grew up in Yorba Linda, which is a neighborhood in Orange County and a very rich neighborhood. Uh, we weren't, but we were surrounded by wealth, which made us feel inadequate. Yep. And uh, we, me and my brothers would go to um, this park called Gilman Park. And that's where because my, my both my brothers smoked weed. They were potheads. Oh, I wasn't, yeah. but I would just watch them mm-hmm. smoke weed. Um, cause I didn't really have much else to do. <laughs> so I would watch them do that. And, uh, they would always go to Gilman park to smoke, but Gilman park was like, uh, it was like, a kids from school would go there to fight. They would schedule fights at Gilman. Yeah. So I remember one time, I think we were listening cause Al city was, was big. And I think they listened to music when they smoked and they were listening mm-hmm. to Al city <laughs> And two kids, we just saw two kids like, what the fuck's up, bro? What's going on? Like they, they started to fight and there was a crowd around them because it was a scheduled fight. And Owl City's Fireflies was playing uh-huh. while these two kids beat the <laughs> shit out of each other. And it was like, it was like an Instagram sketch. Yeah. Or it was like, it was like a comedy video in real life. When the music doesn't match the action. Or yeah. Whatever. It was like it, with uh, uh, Goodfellas when Layla plays during that sequence with the um, you've seen Goodfellas, yeah. With the sequence where all the guys die, and it's like din and din din and din din. I forget. Dun, dun. It's the piano music. I saw that like ten years ago. I forget. You haven't seen Goodfellas in ten years. Yeah, it's What's too long. F- fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. It's too long. That movie's you know what's amazing. Too, you know what's too long? Goodfellas and your stupid short films. I've actually gotten a, somebody else said that too recently. I'm just kidding. No, somebody said that to me recently. Uh, my friend who was like, uh, well, your short films are long, man. They're long. Uh, you have trouble sitting through all of them, but not because only because I know you. So it's not like, Ooh, uh, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, kn- I know I you. Think it, so I've seen so much of your stuff and I know you personally Yeah, that I'm not watching it. It was like, a, Ooh, I'm going to, I'm going to be entertained with this great short film. It's more like, let's see what Brandon's up to. What's how's his writing? Sure. (laughs) I would watch, if you made a short, I would watch the full thing and I wouldn't feel weird. I would (laughs) granted. I don't know if you would write a 20 minute short, but still, I usually watched the whole thing, but the last one I like had, I was busy and I just watched the scene that I was in. I get that. (laughs) How'd you like the scene that you were in? We never talked about that, by the way. How'd you like that? I love doing it. I I picked a, I picked apart my acting and I was like, I didn't like that part, but I did. Well, I thought you—you you guys all made me laugh a lot. I'm really happy that you—that was such a weird group of people. Some of my timing was a little not what I liked, but uh, I had a blast doing it, and we worked well together. Me, Marlon, and Jason. That's yeah. That's what I thought. The opening scene is that—that's my favorite. Yeah, one that you guys did. Um, I, I'm down to being more, bro. You should put me, Marlon, and Jason in more. I want to. I just need to find stuff. I need to figure out scenes where you guys would all maybe like, I'm trying to think of some you guys could all do together. And, uh, I also, it was enjoyable that I wasn't surprised that you let us improvise, but <clears throat> we didn't stick to the script, uh, strictly. And that was fun. Oh yeah. 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 You didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's, it's, uh, you need those things. You need to have a little bit of that in there. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, um, I'm sorry that you have to sit through my 20 minutes <laughs> of, of filth. What's that one called? 2018. Everybody look up 2018 on Brandon's YouTube page and just watch my scene, then shut it off. Yeah, and then just shut it off because yep. um, that's the only part that's good, really. Uh, no, but um, 
But I heard it turns into like a romantic comedy. Or- it turns into a, I don't know what it turns. It's, it's like I get hit by a car and I talk to God. That's basically what happens. Jenny watched the whole thing. My, my girlfriend. Oh, okay. She's- you watched it, Jenny? 2018. His short film. Did you? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, okay. It was really, really good. Oh, thanks, Jen. You're amazing. Thanks, Jenny. You hear that shit, Rye? You're Did you amazing. hear that? Yeah. She said amazing. She said Can you say it one more time? Brandon, you're so amazing and talented. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just put that in the ego bank. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, um, thanks, Jenny. Rye didn't watch the full thing. He only watched his part, which I told him was the best part. He's a little ADD. It's all yeah. right. I'm a little ADD, ADD she said. Hmm. She knows me so well. Thank you, my passion. All right, now go back in the fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> I've been calling her my passion since this morning because it's so obnoxious. My passion? I love you, my passion. <laughs> I love you, Pat back, my passion. Pat back? <clears throat> hey, no one can hear you, so shut the fuck up! That's what I just said. Fucking bitch. I know, God. <laughs> Get back in the room. <laughs> Jesus. Lock the door. <laughs> uh... All right, do some squats. All right. Do uh, some squats. <laughs> uh, she, she do loves, some squats and get in the sauna that I made for you. She thinks it's very funny when I'm fake mean to her, and I greatly appreciate it. That's I lo- great. I love doing that. Yeah. When I had a girlfriend before who I'd be fake mean to her and be like, oh, that's really rude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, that's how I... That's how, oh. We were playing pool against each other, me and the other girl. Yeah. And I, I like to be annoying during competitions, mm-hmm. like distractions. Mm. And like overly cocky mm. And she got mad at me She was like You're being a douchebag I was like I'm, I'm kidding I'm trying to have fun here <laughs> Well Rye She doesn't know That you're filled with rage <laughs> I'm actually not Okay But um Should we answer some emails? Sure Oh is that all you wanted to do With Logan and Chris? I mean that was basically All it was Yeah was Just um I tweeted Logan Not DM'd But I didn't I tweeted I don't know. I just added him. I was like, stop deleting, stop tweeting Delia. Like he just needs to stop. <laughs> you added Logan. You, like, you followed Logan. I follow him already, but I, I add, added him like at Logan. Oh, Paul. you said you need to stop. Stop tweeting Delia. <laughs> it's like, that's my advice to him. It's like, yes, yeah. but he's up. not going to back down. I think he stopped. Well, and he probably it, thought it was good exposure for him. <laughs> wait, there was another insult by Logan. Oh yeah. This is a terrible burn. I can tell Logan was like trying Chris, this whole exchange is really similar to your life space. As time passes, your jokes get less and less funny. <laughs> nice, bro. I bet he was like expecting his, his boys to be like, oh, oh, sick, Logan. As like your life, as time passes, your jokes get less funny. Hmm. That doesn't, what? I don't know. I, I mean, that's kind of like, it's not even, it doesn't make much sense. Oh, hey. Hmm. So you saw me do stand up recently. I did. I did well. Um, well, I didn't know. Okay, so I went uh, I went with a date, and we – I was saying the whole time to her, I was like, he's doing he's doing good. Because you were the, – the, the audience was really responding to it. Yeah. And, um, and I could just tell. I was like, he's more free on stage. He's more animated, yeah. and, but he's more comfortable. Yeah. 
And when I was leaving, when the whole show was over, I came up to you and I said, uh, I said, Hey man, you're getting better at this. And <laughs> yeah. you laughed. And even my date was like, that's mean. And I was like, how does that mean? <laughs> I didn't think it was mean. I, I knew what you meant. I, you know what I mean? Like I was like, <laughs> I, he's getting better at it. Like it was a compliment. And so did everybody else. Like people nearby were like, what the fuck? Really? I, and I was like, know. what did that? What did I say? <laughs> you're getting better. If I said you were, I are terrible. I understand, but I, you weren't. I know what they mean as well. What it's do like, they mean? Hey, keep it up, buddy. You're getting better. Meaning, I don't know. Like condescending? Yeah. That's not how it is. I know. I know. But the wording was funny. That's why I laughed. Oh, okay. (laughs) But yeah, uh, I'm not depressed anymore. So now I'm like better at everything. Literally everything in my life, I'm better at it now. Because you're not depressed. Yeah. Huh. (laughs) That's that's funny. I told my therapist. Oh, fuck. I told her, I was like, I love my, this is weird. I was like, I'm feeling kind of weird. Like, I feel everything more. Like, I love my cat more than ever. Mm-hmm. I feel smarter than ever. Mm-hmm. I can p- communicate better than ever. Mm-hmm. She was like, you're not depressed. Meaning like you, that means you are more intelligent. You are sm- <laughs> how ironic you are able to communicate better. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you are better at words. But then she was like, but you don't love your cat more. Yeah. Your cat does not love you. Even when you fuck it. But anyways, I had a good, good time at the show. Yeah. I am more free and more comfortable. Yeah. And I'm writing new jokes and it like just makes me happier. The whole show was, was pretty good. I, I like a little, it. little long though. huh? Yeah. Elton and Jay told that story and I was like, where is this going? Oh, the you that, when they both got on stage, even they were like, we don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah. It's like experimental. And yeah. I was like, it was funny, but I was like, what is this? Yeah. I know. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, um, that didn't quite hit. I mean, it, it was like, I guess it was just experimental. Yeah. Um, they'd never done it before. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I thought the whole thing was, was good. Um, I'm just glad I took it, took her there. You know, what I told her before what? I was like, okay, so just to let you know, I don't know if everyone's going to be on point tonight. Yeah. So if, if there's, if it's awkward, it's not my fault. <laughs> These, <laughs> and I don't want you to feel any way about this. And she was like, okay, well, okay. The audience kind of sucked. No, the audience was great. They're laughing at most of Hmm. People, most I, everybody. They laugh less than most stand-up audiences. Until, well, I, I feel like I broke them open. Sure, because the host, we won't say who hosted. Um, didn't do didn't do the best job of hosting. Mm-hmm. So I did a little hosting in my set. Like I talked to the crowd. Sure, to like unite everybody. Huh. Like let's get to know each other a little bit. And then they kind of opened up. And also, I'm just fucking hilarious. And the comic, the comic that performed the headliner, he's not a yeah. The host. Why call, do they call him a headliner? He keeps on doing that. It's not a headliner. It's just because he was last. Oh. So, like, it makes the audience be like, ooh, headliner. Yeah, totally, because that's what I thought. I was like, I even whispered. I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah, no. I was like, that was bad hosting. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. Who was the host? Uh, your mom? Your mother. <laughs> My phone just went off. I'm so sorry. You should be. All Anyways. Right. So, wait. I have another show on uh, June 6th, Hollywood Improv. No one's going to come from this podcast because you're all in, like, China. Anyways, let's go to, to emails. Let's do it. Wait, I'm going to pee. We're going to stop for a second. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and here we go. You guys emailed us at I'm sorry, dad pod at gmail.com. Why'd you so, say it like that? I don't know. All right. Well, oh. here's the first. Okay. Well, levels just jumped. Yeah. All right. So let's do it. Hannah. Um, Hannah. Don't, don't say her last name. I won't. Just in case. Hannah says, hi, just wondering, is being Asian, I'm Chinese, a turnoff for guys? I'm 17 years old and still a virgin. Never got asked out. Never even had my first kiss. Pitiful, right? 
I don't think I'm ugly, nor do I think I'm super beautiful, but I've, I've never known a guy who was ever into me. My parents always say that it doesn't matter and blah, 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 but they're parents and it's basically in their job description to lie to you about that kind of stuff. Also, I grew up in America, have American parents and don't speak a lick of Chinese. So I'm really only Asian by looks. I've had a few guy friends, uh, but it always seems more friendly than anything else. I'm not overly flirty and I'm not super intimidating either. I'm barely five, four. I'm kind of shy, but I'll talk to you. If you strike up a conversation with me, this sounds like a Tinder profile, <laughs> uh, a conversation with me. I'm not super outgoing, but neither am I super quiet. And I'm kind of a school slash a uh, school nerd slash geek. Uh, typical Asian stereotype, right? LOL. <laughs> I've never <laughs> liked being Asian. <laughs> I've never liked being Asian. Not that I can help that, but I've always wondered if that was part of the reason I've never gotten asked out. Um, even considered getting eyelid surgery when no. I'm older and have money. So I don't look Asian, maybe only half Asian. Part of me really doesn't care about the whole situation, but I'm kind of tired of standing by myself at school dances because all my friends have dates and I don't help. Oh, help? Question mark. Um, thanks. I'm going to regret sending this, but I am anyway. Okay. P.S. Love the podcast. You both are hilarious and real, but rise a shithead. Fuck you. <laughs> um, um, I think Asian women are extremely attractive. Um, that was the weirdest email I think we've ever gotten. No way. Why is she? She's like hating the fact that she's Asian. She's like, I'm going to get corrective Asian surgery to fix my Asianness. That sounds like she might live in a non-diverse area. Sure. Um, but like uh, she, the one thing that I caught was that she was like, um, you know, like guys don't really come up to me and like, uh, and say anything to me or whatever, but like she's in high school. Like guys don't really, Guys are kind of shy in high school. Yeah, extremely. So they're not going to come up to you and be like with the confidence of like a right. like an older guy. They're going to just be like, ooh, ooh. maybe yeah. she's too pretty. Maybe that's it. Maybe she's too pretty. Maybe she's too Asian. Maybe she <laughs> should get that surgery. No, I'm kidding. Um, get the corrective Asian surgery. Is that even a surgery? Yeah, it is. I've seen it. I've seen it like on TV. What? Yeah. Wait, like, like what? So they take somebody's Asianness and they make them less that. Yeah, pretty much. That's weird. Um, but can Hannah, you do that for Mexicans? No, they're all you Mexicans are all fucked and ugly. Oh, okay, cool. Just kidding. Uh, my last girlfriend is Mexican. I like Mexicans too. Um, Actually, you know, I was fully Mexican um, before I had corrective Mexican surgery. Oh. Now I'm only half Mexican. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, thank God because you're handsome now. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. Uh, her name's <laughs> Hannah. Her name is Hannah. Yeah, Hannah. Um, I think you're just. Uh, Everyone in your life is young and they don't know what they're doing and it's not true. Guys love Asian women. Yeah. And for reals. Do you, Brandon? Brandon? I mean, if I just say it twice. Do you, Brandon? Because I said, do you, Brandon? Oh, <laughs> maybe get your work. Maybe uh, that therapist was wrong about you being smarter. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, I mean, I don't have a, pre- I mean, if, if she's pretty, then she's pretty. Right. That's all. I mean, a lot of guys have a fetish for Asian women, which uh, isn't all that respectful. But yeah. um, I have gone on dates with Asian women. Yeah. And they're, they've been all cool. Mm-hmm. One was a little mean, but that's not because she's Asian. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm attracted to Asian women. But I can't say I'm attracted to you because you're 17. But mm-hmm. the way you describe yourself sounds totally fuckable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hope someone records that and incriminates you. Um, but give it time. You're just, 
young yeah. and so is everybody and everyone's scared. Everyone's no one knows scared to talk to each other in high school, so I wouldn't worry about it. No one knows what, what they're doing. Forget about that surgery because uh, you, S- you sound beautiful and uh, silly. You're going to do fine. You're, you'll get some dick. You'll get some dick. <laughs> Eventually, you'll get that sweet, sweet hog. So in conclusion. That will disappoint you. In conclusion, uh, dudes are very attracted to Asian girls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go on. Um, let's see. Okay, this is Maddie. Maddie says, hi, Ryan Brandon. Hey, Maddie. I'm working on a, a project in my sociology class. <laughs> Okay, one more time. I'm working on a project in my sociology class about how social media has influenced American society, and I was wondering if you guys would be able to comment on how social media has positively or negatively impacted your lives. I thought your opinions would be an interesting addition to the project due to the fact that you both have careers involving social media. Thank you so much, Maddie. Well, she emailed us that that seven days ago, so hopefully we're in time for your project. Yeah, hopefully you can um, add this to to the list of things. Um... Negatively, um, let's go down the long list. It makes people insecure when they see like beautiful people on Instagram. Yeah, think, like oh, I'm not as pretty as that. Yeah, and, and also fucking Facebook. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't use Facebook. Yeah, but I stopped using it when I was in college because even back then it would make me angry and give me anxiety. What reading people's like opinions and stuff that you just didn't agree with. That and also just seeing things like. On my way to work, the sun is shining, beautiful day. And you're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, because you're just like, who cares? <laughs> fuck yeah. you. Or like one of my friends was like, just made dinner for one. I may or may not have had a glass of wine. Oops. I'm like, that's not devious. It's like, that, that's not <laughs> badass. Like, shut the fuck up. Have a glass of wine. Man. Yeah, it really seem, seems like uh, social media held up a mirror to show you how rageful you are. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I mean, I, I feel like it does that for everybody, though, because everyone just like. Well, I feel like in the beginning of like Facebook and all that, like that was normal to do that. Like just had dinner for one with some wine, like, yeah. and like everyone was like, oh, you're crazy. But now that we've been <laughs> doing it for 10 years, everyone's so cynical. It's like when leave it to beaver was on uh, TV and then 10 years went by and then like we discovered that like hope is dead or whatever. So mm-hmm. we just like now we were like, we watch that now and we're like, ah, that's those are that's silly. Yeah. It's a silly thing to watch because it's like just times change. Mm-hmm. And so you get more cynical. And I think that that's what's happening now is that now everyone's just like, it's, it's almost ironic to, or, or it is ironic to, to tweet something like that because everyone yeah. knows you're just joking and it's irony and you're cool or something. And also, uh, there have been new studies. I haven't read them, but this yeah. is what my therapist tells oh, me. Oh, for fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, addiction to social media is Definitely real, and yeah. people are valuing likes a lot too much, and it's affecting our happiness. Well, yeah, it's rewiring your brain. Your brain is literally like it's different now because of yeah. because of the valid because the validation doesn't come from what it used to anymore. It, it's it's almost like um, it's weird. Have you ever posted a photo and sat by it for like a couple minutes? Yeah, and refreshed. Yeah, that's a weird thing to do. I know. It's to just watch a number increase. That would like, give me a lot of anxiety with Vine. I post a vine if it didn't get like a thousand likes per if it didn't get a hundred likes per minute yeah it was like it was like oh it sucks yeah yeah yeah. and you <laughs> would you would just feel depressed about a number not getting higher yeah like that's why everyone's getting depressed about numbers not getting higher it's like everyone's on like wall street but with feelings and validation it's weird it's like um i can't 
I also will say that it's making my attention span just fucking it's gone. It's oh, just, it's yeah. just gone. Same. Uh, I can't, it's so hard to like hold conversations and have a podcast. It's so, <laughs> no, it's so hard to, uh, it's just hard to like in, I used to be so good at it. I used to, I used to pinpoint everyone like little things. Like they'll say they're from Missouri like 20 minutes ago and I'll bring that back up yeah. or some shit. And now I have to forget. Yeah, that's also just, your brain is getting filled up with more life experiences, has less room for new shit. I guess. Maybe, yeah, as before, it was like, oh, you're from Missouri? How interesting. <laughs> Tell me more. And now it's like, I've met 5,000 people from Missouri. Yeah. And also, uh, another negative thing, this is a physical thing. Yeah. I've heard uh, people are getting neck neck problems from always looking down at their phone. They are. I have a neck problem from it. <laughs> really? Yeah, I got it. I got. I have a herniated disc in my neck, and my doctor, because I was like, why would I have that? I'm, I, was, I got it when I was 20 years old. Uh, and the doctor was like, well, do you look down a lot? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And he's like, uh-huh. yeah. why? Because if you're looking down all the time like this, then your neck is being contorted. And uh, your, uh, your discs and yeah. your spine, um, they're surrounded by like jelly, basically. Right. And they can just push out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what happened to me. My and, neck's been hurting. Yeah, um, my neck hurts too. I wonder if we keep our, if we keep our heads down for like thousands of years evolution will take over and just lo- we'll be born with our heads down so we can look at our phones we'll be born with yeah our oh, heads probably, down and we won't have phones by then we'll have phones like in our brains we'll have phones in our hands do you think we'll still have it in our hands in no. 10 years no do you think it'll be something like an eye like you wear it in your eye or it's just like in our brain somehow like we can access technology through our brains also like the singularity i don't know you know what the singularity is can you tell me quickly uh basically it's just like when uh, reality and technology completely merges, and uh, it's yeah. like a simulation, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, everything becomes a simulation. and uh, It already is, man. All right. Elon <laughs> all right, fucking Elon Musk. All right, let's quickly go over some positive things about social media. Uh, positive things. It um, sheds a light on a lot of negative things, which can be positive, like all the racism and shit, all the Me Too, sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. This has been going on for forever, but mm-hmm. now we're like more aware of it. Sure. Do you think that that's positive because it seems like it's making everyone hate each other more? Yeah, I know. But so it, I don't know if that's positive. It's been messy, but we got to go through the me- the messiness to, to uh, stop all the sexual harassment and all that shit. Yeah. But uh, that it's good in that sense. And also, people are meeting people. People are able to connect with each other. Sure. And develop relationships and friendships. And mm-hmm. also, uh, information is readily available as opposed to just having to go to a library. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, dude. Libraries are only for homeless people. And like, yeah, that's basically it. There was a comedian at an open mic last week. who was just like, uh, sometimes I go to the library, library at 10 AM. And I think, man, everyone's looking at me thinking, man, he's smart. He's at the library at 10 AM. That was his last joke. I went up there and was like, when I see anyone at the library, no matter what race they are, if I see them at the library midweek at 10 AM, I think that person doesn't have a job. And it was, I got to laugh because oh. his joke wasn't true. That's not what people think. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So back to, you got to be truthful, man. You got to speak the truth. Come from the heart. Come from the heart. Um, but I think the only positive thing that come out of social media is um, people are talking to each other less, which <laughs> is a good thing if um, you don't like that particularly. Okay, so you like that part. I like it sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes I'm like at a party and I'm like, I wish everyone was talking to each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, but then there's sometimes where... And it's also like when you think about it, it's like back in the Old West, you just had a book 
and people would carry around their books with them all the time. And that was like mm. the phone was right. the book yeah. and you would get lost and people would be like, ah, you're reading that dang uh, smut. Yeah. You're reading those smut. Yeah. Like, cause that's what books were like fucking Huckleberry Finn was smut mm-hmm. back in the day. And so now, uh, you have that. It's just, you have that, that does everything. Uh-huh. And it, it, but everyone's still looking at it. Everyone's always looking at something. There was uh, I was at Coachella and there was a drone show in the sky happening. It was pretty mm-hmm. awesome to watch. And I almost filmed it thinking like, oh, I got to get this footage. But then mm-hmm. I looked around me and everyone else was filming it. So I was like, oh, I can just Google this tomorrow <laughs> yeah. and see exactly what I saw. From 45,000 angles. So if you're ever at a concert or an event and you're filming it, just know that you can just Google it. And you'll in, never in, watch in, that. In one hour. Yeah. yeah. And you're never going to watch it. You're never going to watch <laughs> it anyways. Like you're th- that's the reason you watch a video of a band performing live is because you can't get there to watch it live yourself. But if you're at the fucking concert and you're recording it, what is, what is that? It doesn't make any sense. I can see you might want to look back in it and see like, Oh, that's where I was sitting. This was my point of view. Cool. But whatever. But then you don't even, then when you were actually there, you didn't even watch the concert. You were recording it the whole time. Yeah. I hear you. I don't know. I mean, I, I just, that also is a thing of like, which I've gotten, I've been guilty of where I'm like, Ooh, like I go to Lake Tahoe or something and I'm like, Oh my God, that sunset's so fucking pretty. And then I'm like, I reach, I'm reaching down for it. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, I want to take a photo. And I'm like, ah, just like, just enjoy it. Yeah. And I'm like, but it's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, no, it's enough. It's enough. It's nature. It's enough. People thought hundreds of thousands of years ago, just had this. And then you take a video of it and you're like, Oh, the quality is way down. It doesn't look like what I just saw. Yeah. And then I'm like, Oh, maybe I can like record it again. And then it's gone. That's my <laughs> time. So, um, I think all of them, all of the things are negative. Um, I don't think there's a single positive thing to come out of it. Nah, you're wrong. I think everyone's becoming exceptionally narcissistic. I don't think that that's helping. You're just trying to say big words. Sure. Narcissistic. Narcissistic. Eloquently, uh, Ooh, nice using word. my diction. Nice word. Hmm. I'm not very funny today, but it's all right. You say that every podcast. No, not everyone. Yeah, you've said the past two ones. I've kept track. Oh, okay. Sorry. Nah, sorry. These, these morning pods are tough for your boy Dune. I'm sorry. My voice is low right now and manly because I'm tired. I just woke up. I woke, well, I woke up at 10. Anyways, next email. Next email. Let's go. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, nope. Not doing that one. Not doing that one. You would not believe me. Um, oh, okay. This one I like. Um, this is from Serena. Uh, she says, hi, Brandon and Rye. My name is... Did you just burp? Yes. All right. Maybe don't do Isn't that. It's funny how guys burp way more than girls, just like our bodies are different. I noticed that over the weekend. Dudes were burping, mm. belching all over the place. Girls, yeah. not once. Not once. Anyways, carry on. Mm. Girls don't fart either. You know that, right? They don't. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Girls aren't able to fart. It's crazy. Um, my name is Serena, and I just wanted to say I fucking love I'm sorry, Dad. Anyways, I have a question for you guys. I recently won an essay contest, and now I have to present it in front of a whole bunch of people. Ooh. I have major anxiety about presenting anything in front of people. I don't know what to do, and I'm kind of freaking out about it. You guys are probably used to talking in front of people, so I was wondering if you guys had any tips on what to do when I'm up there. Thank you. My Instagram is... Uh, the, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we're not giving... Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of this well, herb verb no there's like this uh organic medicine you can take that uh beta blocker what is a beta blocker mm, i have the wrong word here <clears throat> basically when you have stage fright and you start shaking and stuff it's your body thinking that you're in physical harm mm-hmm. so it's getting giving you adrenaline to to get yourself ready for battle 
So what I try to do is remind myself, even tell myself in my head before I stand up, I haven't done this in a while because I'm getting less nervous, but I would tell myself, you're not in harm's way. No one is trying to attack you. This mm-hmm. is your body getting ready for a physical battle. There's nothing physical about to happen. You're safe. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm safe, but I'm trying to like tell my body that. Yeah. So that's what I do. Yeah. Um, and also I try to remind myself that no one gives a fuck and, yeah. and nothing matters. That's the biggest <laughs> thing that I've learned is that it's just that like no one, especially if you're, she's uh, in a class, I'm um, assuming with a lot of other people that are going to present as well. So yeah. everyone's terrified uh, and no one cares and everyone's in their own head prepping for their own thing. Well, the, audi- the audience is listening, but even they don't really care. They don't. They actually just want the clock to run out. You know, I mean, you know what I mean? They want to go home. Um, but uh, uh, y- yes and no. But I'm just talking grand, grand, grand scheme, big picture. No one cares. Yeah, it's like yeah. And even if they, even if they like, even if you stumble horribly and you mispronounce words, then they're gonna, they're not gonna. This isn't Carrie. They're not gonna point at you and throw pig's blood on you and laugh. They're going to be like, it's okay. Like, who's the asshole? Like, really? Like, they're all going to go like, oh, fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, no, they're going to be like, ah, it's okay. Everything's fine. Yeah, you're doing good. And things can get awkward if the speaker is noticeably nervous. Yeah, but then the audience catches that, and they're like, okay, well, let's try and make them not feel nervous. Yeah, yeah. And one thing that can break the tension is if you're super nervous in the middle of your speech, you can just pause and be like, ugh. Sorry, I'm so, I'm so nervous. Mm-hmm. Ooh, all right, I got this. Then yeah. the audience will you'll probably get an applause break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they want to support you. They want you to do well. Everyone wants you to do well. Yeah, except uh, in comedy shows. <laughs> well, at the last show I did, I fucked up a joke, and I stopped it midway through, and I was like, ah, I just fucked up that joke. And it got a laugh, mm-hmm. and no one cared. They, they thought it was funny that I messed up. And it's kind of like part of my act where I'm awkward. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's cause it's the real me. <laughs> I was about to say part of your act. <laughs> when does the act end? <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you're struggling during your speech, I would s- suggest maybe acknowledging it and be like, Whoa, I'm nervous. Sorry guys. Whew. All right. Where was I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm nervous, but you don't have to do that. You can just power through. I would say, um, if you stumble a lot, then just, uh, take your pants off and take a shit on stage quietly. Mm hmm. Look and make eye contact with everybody yeah. or one person in the audience. Sure. Single out somebody and then um, finish and then just leave. Just walk away. Or like uh, say some racial slurs. I would say that and mixed in with the shit thing. Mm-hmm. So just keep saying racial slurs one by one as your shit's coming out of your asshole. You know, I was really tempted to uh, fake fall on my way up to the stage at the last show. Because I love doing like physical comedy stuff. I just wanted to trip over the stage <laughs> and just cause that awkwardness but then i wasn't sure if i'd be able to like convince people that i was kidding i didn't know if it was going to be funny or not because that's good that, call that'd be a tough way to start good call on that <laughs> one because i would have been like was that planned i would have been more confused than anything else yeah yeah um yeah well yeah that's what i'd say just don't care what people think about your um speech about what it, what is she doing what's the uh speech competition sociology be kind of uh, weird if in a sociology class, everybody, like, when you failed, they all went, oh, fuck you. Yeah, that wouldn't be cool. Because isn't sociology supposed to be, like, really eloquent? That's basically the end of the questions. Is it? Yeah, basically. I think there was one more. All of them are, like, paragraphs. They're, like, essays. I know. Keep um, them short, guys. Keep them nice and quick and short. 
Um, okay, let's do one more. This is from Hermione, I think. Cool name. Oh, nope. It's a girl named Sarah. I don't know why it says Hermione in the... Okay, whatever. Okay. <clears throat> Hello. My name is Sarah. I'm 14 and currently in middle school. I have a dilemma. I'm a straight-A student, so when boys talk to me, it usually be, it's usually because I'm funny or because I'm helping with classwork. About six months ago, I found out that um, one of my good friends was into me. He was special because he didn't need me for school. He wanted me for my personality. The feeling was mutual. We talked for months on end uh, over text, and then he stopped replying. After another month, I decided to see what would become of us in person. We had plans to be something real freshman year, but now that doesn't seem plausible. On Valentine's Day, he handed me a note as the... Uh, he handed me a note as the day before I had asked for closure because if he, if we couldn't advance, we could still be friends. The note had read, I'm sorry. And he called that closure. I was heartbroken. Heartbreak was as present as ever. The crazy thing is, is that he knows how invested I am in him. Um, he's the first guy that I've ever liked in his entirety. And he knows all of this. He's extremely distant and insensitive. I guess girls do like the bad guys. When I got him to respond, he told me that he didn't want any commitments. Now I'm worried that I did something wrong. I've been told that I should leave it because I'm young. Uh, but I've also heard that I'm mature for my age. I really don't know what to do. And now I wonder if I'm just being strung along or what. Thanks, uh, from a black girl from Tennessee, I think. Um, you sound wicked smart as well written. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, but also at the same time you're dealing with when you're, when, when you're 14, when, these are mostly girls that ask these questions and they're usually 14 or 15 or 16. And they're always talking about boys. And my only response that I have is just like, they have no fucking idea what they're doing. Boys, when they're in high school, they just don't like, it's just every day is just like, Oh, pussy. Uh, 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 am I cool? Uh, pussy, uh, food, (laughs) uh, gym, uh, pussy. Uh, Like they don't have these thoughts. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's not giving them credit, but I mean, it's like, that's just what I've noticed when I was in high school was that they didn't, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot happening. So like my only advice would be like, I guess just that's kind of what you deal with when you're in high school is is kids is boys that are like, I love you, baby. And then like, they just stop after a week because they didn't. And it was a tactic to get a girl involved. Right. So it's like, that's what she's going to be dealing with for a while. Yeah. She gets out of high school. I agree. I don't really have any good advice. It's just, uh, you gotta just wait it out. You have to wait it out. (laughs) There's no, there's no cure for, for male adolescence. If you're dealing with it, it's just like, that's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just, that's what it is. You you do sound mature for your age from what we read. Um, I was going to say maybe date an older dude, but even seniors are, even seniors are douchebags and idiots. Um, just wait it out. <laughs> it sucks. Cause when you're a freshman, there's two ways. When you're a freshman, you're, you're young, you're dumb, you're scared. You are completely insecure, but you want like pussy, the gym, all the, as a guy, you yeah. want like pussy, the gym, all this stuff. But then you think like, Oh, when I meet a senior, he's going to be the opposite. The only thing that changes is they're more confident. They still want all the same things, Yeah, but it's just that now they're more confident. So, so you're kind of screwed. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're, you're, you have to realize that that's part of being in high school is a lot of like, uh, f- uh, f- what is that called? Uh, faux emotions. Mm-hmm. 
like meaning just fake, just fake emotions. That's what they are. It's just like a guy's going to say, I love you, baby. Cause he wants to get in your pants when he's in high school. Cause he doesn't know what that feels like yet. She probably does. Cause she's she sounds pretty emotionally mature. Yeah. But most of the guys that she's dealing with probably don't. Yeah. Most of them. Some do. Some do. I but I mean, those are the guys that don't talk and everybody doesn't want to talk to. Yeah. Those are the quiet ones. And it's a uh, part. It's in human nature to want something you can't have. That's why girls like the bad boy. I think, or like in girls think like I can help him. I can change him. I can fix him. He's only, he's a real badass to like when he's, Around people, but when he's with me, he's a cuddly bear. Yeah. He's a teddy bear. I bring it out of him. I'm special. Yeah. I've been, I used to try a joke where it was like, uh, women, the theme was like, women just want to change men. So like, I'd act gay and be like, girl, if anyone could turn me straight, it'd be you. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. It wasn't a very good joke. Yeah. <clears throat> Swing and a miss. That's what they say. It got one laugh in Dallas because I think at that point, the joke was homophobic and the crowd also was. Oh, nice. And so then, you uh, guys all like applauded for <laughs> hatred. A gay guy approached me after that show. He's like, hey, man, we don't like those gay jokes here. And I thought he was saying like, don't talk about, I thought he was being homophobic. Hmm. But I was like, oh, well, I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> I got like defensive. Then I found yeah. out he was gay and he was offended by my joke. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Oops. Um, but yeah, that's what I would say is just um, you're screwed. There's no, I mean, there's, you could find if you really, you have to, but that's the thing is that when you're in high school, you're focused on your schoolwork for the most part. Cause mm-hmm. you're just trying to, there's so much happening in high school yeah. that it's kind of a lot to deal with. So I would say like, once you get out of high school and you get a job where you, it becomes almost like a, um, second nature in your brain and you don't really have to think about it like the job aspects because in high school you have to think about all your studies because mm-hmm. it's all different it's math this that and the other it's social studies all this new information and knowledge that you have to memorize for no reason um when that's happening the romance should almost be a something on the side yeah but then when you get out of that and then you get a job where you just like i don't know like uh write something or or, or hit buttons every day for nine hours, mm-hmm. then you can focus on the romance. Right. Because that's when you should, when you're in high school, you should just have fun or you should try yeah. to, because it's not going to last high school sweethearts. Come on. No, it's not going to last. It doesn't last. So have fun. That's one thing I'd say is just like, you know, fool around, have some experiences, be safe, be safe, but have some experiences. And then some, and then what? Well, sorry. And then, and then who knows? Maybe you'll meet a guy named like Trevor. That's like really intelligent. That's quiet. That like you, <laughs> you guys are like walking, um, you run into each other in the cafeteria and you're like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And he goes, Oh no, I'm sorry. And then you guys like strike up a conversation and then you fall in love. <laughs> who the fuck yeah. knows? <laughs> it's so romantic. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. You want to, my s- oldest sister married her sw- high school sweetheart. So it can happen. But, uh, I don't know. I'm like, I think like you guys still like each other. Yeah, they do. But I'm like, damn, that's rare. I had a girlfriend for 10 years when I was 21 to 31 and I am not the same person as I was when I was 21. Mm. And that's part of the reason why we broke up. Mm. And just now I'm at 34. I have found the love of my life. My passion. (laughs) It's my girlfriend laughing. I just want to leave my passion. (laughs) Uh, that's funny. Uh, she look up. She looks up to me. <laughs> <laughs> she, 
she idolizes me. She just said, hey, babe, no one can hear you and no one wants to. So shut the fuck up. Dang. Hey, 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 you're talking. I don't want you to. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? So, all right, wait, then wait, talk. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, one, second, come, one second, one second. Want to come on the mic? One sec. No, God, no. Come here. Can you hear her? I'm too scared. Get the fuck over here. Okay, Jenny, come on. Come out here. <laughs> Jenny, come out. Take Brendan's mic. Here, take mine. Here. Take it. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Who are you? Who? <laughs> are you? Wow, you're shaking. I'm so nervous. Your voice I is trembling. <laughs> Hi. Hi. So what's your story? I, I, not, no big questions, just like cute, fun, lighthearted questions. What's your favorite color? <laughs> lighthearted questions. What's your favorite color? Thank you. Uh, green. What's your favorite food? Um, favorite food? Pizza. Pizza. Relatable. Or cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. Or fries. What do you like about me? What do I like about you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> That's a good story. You make me feel good about myself. I'm just kidding. Um, oh, so he doesn't. Oh, well, that's like a part of it, I guess. Uh, what do I like about you? Um, you're a dork. Yeah. With sex appeal. Oh, all right. And you're funny. Yeah. And um, I just made a tweet about this. Not about you, but I think the answer to a, a uh, relationship is to find a dork with a career... And sex appeal. And that's what I am? I guess. (laughs) You have some of those qualities, yes. I'm a dork who's working on his career. (laughs) And I'm super sexy. Well, you're driven. You have your Mm -hmm. own thing going on. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not rich. I'm not rich yet. (laughs) Driven. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not rich yet. She thought but it was, I thought you were rich in the beginning, so I, I guess that counts. Just so because I took, I took you out to dinner a few times. You're like, ooh, he's rich. <laughs> Twelve times. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Nice, din- nice dinners, too. Mm-hmm. If you're not rich, I don't know how that happened. But. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you for your input now. Sorry, I was nervous. It's okay. It was, um, it was really cute. Jen, did you just do, were you just doing coke in the room? I was. Okay, cool. All right. That's my girlfriend, Jenny. All right. She's the girl from Forrest Gump. She has AIDS. Nice. She died. Nice. I'm starving. All right. We're over an hour. All right. Let's end this shit. I hate you. <clears throat> I hate you too. Hey, man. Hey, look. wait. Let's try one where we don't end it with I'm sorry, dad, because I'm, I'm tired of doing that. You want to change? We've been doing this for like, well, how many episodes now? Like 70. But no one cares about that we ended it with. I'm sorry, I dad. do. You do? Yes. It's the only thing that keeps it all together. Keeps it all together. Well, what, do you, what would you change it to? Nothing. Just end it? Just say goodbye. That's depressing. Well, we'll end it with this. Well, we'll say I'm sorry, Dad. But uh, just a reminder uh, to rate and review the, review the podcast. That is very important. Yes. Um, we stopped doing YouTube because I got lazy. It just takes me forever to fucking upload those videos. You know what we should do? What? We should start a Patreon page and raise money for like a new camera. Mm-hmm. And just a new... Everything. New, and a new couch. New mics. Like we should get like professional mics. Yeah. Uh, and we should, blow. we should, and, and cocaine. Yeah. But we should, cause we, we should be posting on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, uh, I need a, I need an assistant. <clears throat> Anyways, rate and review the podcast. Email us at I'm sorry, at gmail.com. Send us a song. If you want follow us everywhere. I'm at Rydoon. Brandon is at BJ Calvillo. Check out Brandon's YouTube page. 
YouTube.com slash Brandon Kelly. And there's a short with Ryan in it. There's a couple shorts, actually, with Ryan in them. Yeah. The first one I ever did was with Ryan in it. Check out my Instagram. I'm posting most of my videos on Instagram, and they're funny. So you should check them out. Uh, are they? They are. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, like, proud to be an Instagrammer, really. I'm so tired of Are being, you proud to be an American? Well, at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died. Gave that right to me. And I probably stand up next to you uh, and wave my flag of gay. Is that how it is? How does, how, what's that lyric? Brennan, we don't like gay people on this podcast. Oh, I forgot. Sorry. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. Check me out on Instagram. I'm funny. Uh, I am. Uh, and then in five years, come see me headline comedy club. So I'm not, I'm not a headliner yet. Yeah. So uh, hopefully you'll remember this in five years. <laughs> I wish I could fast forward five years to where I don't need to be posting constantly on social media. Yeah. I, I can just be myself. I'm always myself, but I'm tired of making videos. Oops, didn't mean to say that into a microphone. Yes, I did. I'm tired of it. Fucking tired of it. But I do like making videos on Instagram, so check it out. Uh, um, uh, see me live sometime. I'm coming to Boston in early June. I'll be there with Jenny. You can meet Jenny. Come to a show. AIDS. 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 I'm sorry, Dad. AIDS. I'm sorry, Dad. This episode was brought to you by Hims. Hims is a new wellness brand for men. They focus on hair loss, specifically preventing it. Because one thing that happens when you get as old as I am, I'm around, or I am 34, uh, a lot of dudes start to bald. 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. So I'm doing pretty well. But geez, man, I know a lot of you guys out there, you might be starting to recede. Is your hairline going back a little bit? Well, nip it in the bud. And go to forhims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Did I already say that? I think I might have already said that. <laughs> Anyways, order now and our listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See the website for full details. And Now, this would cost hundreds of, hundreds of dollars if you went to a doctor or pharmacy, but forhims.com is so much cheaper. And it actually gets even more cheaper if you use our specific website for hymns.com slash dad. That's F O R H I M S dot com slash. Use that web address and your hymns will be more cheaper. I said more cheaper a second ago. My mom would be ashamed. It'll be cheaper. Just $5 for the first month. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week.